748 on the Crosstalk on WIZM. The impeachment trial, some have called it the impeachment fiasco. I'm not sure that uh, our guest would go that far, but uh, an awful lot of people just shaking their heads wondering when will enough be enough. Bill Pasco from uh, Tea Party Patriots, our guest on the Crosstalk, to look at, uh, I don't know, are we turning a page? Is this uh, beginning this weekend? Well, after today's uh, uh, day three of Democrats, then we turn the page and it's the Republicans' turn to give us, I don't know what they're going to give us. Bill, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. What are you uh, anticipating? I almost said looking forward to. What are you anticipating from Democrats today and Republicans that will begin their testimony over the weekend? Mike, I, I am shaking my head, and I am wondering when is this ever going to be over? Um, the Democrats have now taken to repeating themselves. They they used their time uh, on Tuesday, which was supposed to be the, the first day of the trial. We had amendment after amendment after amendment, and the Democrats figured, I, I think— that what was going on was the Democrats figured, you know what, people are going to tune in at the beginning and decide whether or not they're going to watch the rest of it. So we may not have them on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Let's let's load it up on Tuesday, and even though we're supposedly debating these amendments, we're actually going to be presenting our case. Um, so the, the result is that we've heard this case dribble out in dribs and drabs. It's the same thing that we heard in the House Intelligence Committee months ago. It's the same thing we heard in the House Judiciary Committee. They've dressed it up nicely with a PowerPoint presentation with video clips, so it looks like it's actually almost a, a cable news talk show. But they have failed to make the case. We, we have failed to hear direct evidence of a crime being committed. We've failed to hear any one of their witnesses that they've, whose testimony they've introduced. Nobody has yet to say, the president told me directly, hold up the aid until they announce the Biden investigation. The one guy who actually claims to have had a direct conversation with the president, Gordon Sondland, the ambassador to the European Union, says, I asked the president, he said, no quid pro quo. So the one piece of direct testimony we have about a conversation with the president is exculpatory. Uh, I think the American people are getting tired of this. I know Republican senators are not feeling, and, and they're the majority in the Senate. You got In order to convict President Trump, you're going to have to get 20 Republicans to join all 45 Democrats and the two independents. It takes 67 votes to convict. So you're going to need 20 Republicans. They were offended by Jerry Nadler, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, the other night when he basically said, uh, you are part of the conspiracy. Talking to the Senate, you're part of the conspiracy. If you don't vote to convict, you're part of the conspiracy. This is... Whoa. It's 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 getting tough. That's not the way you treat a jury if you're trying to woo them to vote your way. It seems to me. Well, and 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 it's interesting that I heard an awful lot yesterday from well, the faces all kind of blur together. But uh, they're bringing back Russia. I thought this was all about a phone call to Ukraine. What does Russia have to do with anything with regard to this impeachment fiasco? Well, again. Uh, the, the Democrats, the Democrats' big problem is that they have simply refused to accept the results of the 2016 elections. Now, I can understand why Hillary Clinton might still be nursing wounds, uh, but for goodness sake, the rest of the party needs to move on. Uh, we're less than a year away from our next presidential election, and these folks are still fighting the battle over 2016. It's time to give it up. It's time to move on. Now, the, the Republicans 
are, are going to have their opportunity. The president's defenders are going to have their opportunity. I don't think they're going to use up all 24 hours. I don't think they're going to use up all three days. Uh, so we're going to get to the question of witnesses uh, probably by Tuesday, certainly by Wednesday. Remember, after we get done with the president's legal defense uh, for possibly up to three days, so that right. would be Saturday and then Monday and Tuesday, maybe if they use all the time. Well, they're available. not. They, they're going to take we, Sunday off. They're taking Sunday I'm off. Sorry? They're taking Sunday off. Yeah, they're going to oh. take Sunday off. Okay, all right. Um, they, Go to church. They do, they, they do still observe the Sabbath. So they'll take Sunday off, and, and then we're going to have two days' worth of questions from the senators. Uh, and that's not what you might think. That's not the senators standing up at their desk and calling out a question. That's the senators writing out a question, having the chief justice read it. Now, who is it a question of? Who answers the question? Well, it'll be there'll be questions directed to either the House managers oh. or to the president's defense team. Okay. Now, here's the interesting thing. You would think that Republican senators would be challenging the House managers, and that Democrat senators would be asking questions challenging the president's defense team. But because there's an old rule, an old axiom, you never ask a question in court that you don't already know the answer to. If you're a Republican senator and you want to help President Trump, you're not going to ask a question of the House managers, because that just gives them an opportunity to answer your question by ignoring your question and making whatever point they want to drive home. So instead, what will happen you're going to see Republican senators asking questions of the president's legal defense team, and you're going to see Democrat senators asking questions of the House managers. Uh, Mr. Nadler, could you elaborate more on the point that you were making about how the president's a terrible person? Or, uh, Mr. Cipollone, could you please elaborate more on how the president is the greatest thing since sliced bread? It's going to be softball questions. And people are going to get tired of that really oh, quickly. Yeah. Uh, how many days of that are we expected to uh, to endure? We've got sixteen. We got sixteen hours of that. Uh, probably eight hours over two days. I don't think they're going to use up all the time on the second day. Right. Well, and can uh, can Republicans, since it's going to be their turn pretty soon, simply say we've got two days in and and we're good, we're done, and uh, bang the gavel and and Absolutely. give up their last bunch of hours and just move on to the next thing? That's that's absolutely what they can do, and I, I think at this point they're they're almost. I mean, they're having a hard time uh, not jumping up and down for joy so far. So we've had two days of of presenting the case against Trump by the Democrats, and I can tell you from the conversations I've had uh, with with Senate staffers and with senators over the last two nights. Uh, the Republicans are not feeling as if the Democrats have made the case. They're still scratching their heads, just like you you said a moment ago. What, what has Russia got to do with this? I thought this was all about Ukraine. And everybody was wondering, why are they talking so much about the Bidens yesterday? I mean, goodness gracious, we, if, if the Bidens didn't have anything to do with this, why are the Democrats bringing up the Bidens? Because now the president's defense team, if they wanted to, that door has been opened. Uh, they can say, you know what, we, we really do need to get to the bottom of this. Maybe we do need witnesses. Maybe we really do need to hear from Hunter Biden. I, I heard um, this. Yeah, yeah. I heard the second half of conversation yesterday with regard to uh, Adam Schiff opening the door, and he could end up being uh, called to the stand to testify. It's uh, it's crazy. Wow. Wow. It, 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 it's uh, at the very least, it's fun because I find it interesting, sad. But interesting. Our guest on the Crosstalk from Tea Party Patriots, Bill Pasco. thank you for talking with us on the Crosstalk this morning.